Hello, this is episode 309 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So Easter Monday morning seems like a really good time to record a series of three podcasts because it's really quiet out. Fingers crossed. So this first podcast in the set is going to be about how the person that you turn up as, how the fact that you work in the way that suits you best, whether you're hosting the Zoom session, an online learning platform, whether you're standing at the top of the classroom, the top of the lecture hall, the sheer way that you show up and work in the way that suits you best determines everybody else having permission to do that as well in the room. It's extraordinary that one of the biggest parts of my job is giving people permission to be themselves. I also dwell a lot on what language I use. And it's interesting, I play this kind of a game in terms of my own writing. First of all, in terms of the the balance point of the writing and when it kind of feels whole. But also sometimes I go away from things because I have a niggle and I think, there's just one word that's not right. And this cropped up a few weeks ago again. And the word that wasn't right was mastering. And as I've begun to really think about this, I think I need the word mastering and masters to leave education. I can't find any good connotation for it. And there's an incredibly bad association with control and with someone else mastering your destiny. And I realize that I never really use this word. I sometimes use the word conquering when I feel that people are really trying to get over barriers and hurdles that have been placed in their way by others. And it can be for some personalities. It can be very beneficial to feel that you have the ability to conquer your demons. But again, I try to be more positive. I try to use words like development and attainment and potential and balance and alignment. I try to use very positive language around clocking up achievements and making them more holistic and making it so that you're being whole and you're staying true to yourself and you're staying in your core. I really can't find the merits for the word mastering and it's extraordinary that we have a whole level in education that's assigned to it. And I don't feel that anyone has ever really given that any thought. So the language you use really matters. But the biggest part that I see is that people feel that they're required to be a certain person, to turn up and work through certain prescribed actions in order to be the teacher, in order to be the person who's at the top of the room, to be the person imparting the knowledge. And everyone turns up these days with either a PowerPoint or a keynote presentation. And they've entirely missed the point of showing material on the screen. And I should say that I've created a kind of a bullet point structure in the background on my open source blog, which I'll put in the description, just to kind of summarize the key points I'm going to go through in these three podcasts. The point of showing things on the screen, whether that's in the room or it's virtually, is to help people to engage with what you're doing. 
That's his only purpose. It certainly shouldn't be about imparting further knowledge for people to go off and look up. That's why we have open source shared spaces now. We have a million ways to share that information with people, post whatever lecture or class that you or workshop that you've run. So there's 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 no need to put people in a position where they have to feel they have to take stuff down. Because once they're taking stuff down, you've taken their attention away from what you're doing. If there is no reason for you to turn up with a PowerPoint presentation. I watch people who come from all walks of life and all ways of moving in the world, whether they're theatre people who were my choice for teachers in the beginning because they're excellent facilitators of a room. I've watched people who have very kinesthetic practices of movement and of being in their body, of understanding how the body moves, of understanding even how to heal the body. I watch all these different types of people turn up and they're kind of like, you know, all right, I have to get through the PowerPoint presentation. I have to make it look like I know what I'm doing here. And, and you do that in education by turning up with the presentation. That, that's kind of the mindset that we've got into. And it's kind of like, okay, if I get through this and I get through the, the PowerPoint or the keynote that I've prepared, I get through all this shit, then I can be myself on the other side of this. Or if we, if we get through all this information that I want to show you and that I want to just sort of tell you, basically, you know, that I don't really want you to engage with, I just want to bombard you with it. And then at the end, we can do a creative exercise. Only we usually never get to the creative exercise. We run out of time. But you've basically turned up and done something because you think that's the expected thing to do rather than turn up and be the best of yourself. The only reason for you to share things on the screen is because they're more engaging for people. And my golden rule is that you should switch it up every 10 minutes. Because for all sorts of reasons, we zone out at 20 minutes. And so if you keep switching it up every 10 minutes, so you, you play an audio clip, you talk a bit, you have a bit of movement, you do something creative, you get other people to do a reflective task that brings it back to them and contributes to what, you, what you've added and so on. If you keep switching it up every 10 minutes, you will engage people for hours. And parents are always fascinated by this with me, that I can spend two hours working with a child that they can't get to do homework for half an hour. But you don't have to turn up and wade through something because that's what's expected to make you a good academic or a good educator. You need to rock up and own the space as yourself. And if you do that, everyone will sit there and go, oh, it's okay to be me. Great, excellent. You're just giving everybody permission in the room to be themselves. And you are going to impart knowledge and understanding in the way that you process it best in your body. The way that you engage with the world. The way that you see the world. The way that you understand the world. The way that you live in the world. That, that's what, what, what a teacher does. They don't pretend to be something that fits into an academic standard that's been established on a privileged scale. And you give permission to everybody in the room in that moment of how you turn up. You give permission to everybody 
to engage as themselves. <laughs>